0: Hi, my name's Austin. I'm a millennial, and my generation has problems. Like, a lot of them. I think every now and then, it's good to get some help along the way. So I'm asking my dad to help me solve the world's problems. You're listening to the Solving the World's Problems with My Dad podcast. Alright guys, welcome back to the Solving the World's Problems with My Dad podcast. Today, I'm introducing dad to the world of online dating. Well, not really, because he's not going to be online dating. I hope not. But uh, I was telling him about Tinder the other day, and he's like, what the hell is Tinder? So I've got him flipping through my phone right now. We're, We're sitting at my desk. And so he's looking here at the app at Tinder. What do you think, Pop?
1: I'm thinking, what the hell is this? This, you know, is, this is how we date in 2018. Let, let me tell you how we dated back in my generation. Okay. You know, you, you walked out of your cave, you saw the woman you want, you smacked her over the head with your club and you drug her home by the hair, right? <laughs> now, okay, so we're looking at this app. Yeah. And you pull up the picture with the that the people put on there that they want you to see with a name, looks like their age, looks like if they're pretending to go to college somewhere, you know, I mean, who goes to UC Davis? Come on. Anybody who's anybody who goes to work, you and R? Huh? Yes. So <laughs> if you say so. Um, And then we got what? You said swipe left? Yeah. So, so if you're looking here. You swipe left, you ditch them. You swipe left, you totally Do they know like that not. you ditch them? No. No, it's. So they, they don't have like this hardcore rejection thing of like, nobody likes me. You know, I got 505 dislikes today. Oh, uh, no. See, that's ghosting. We'll get into that here in a few minutes. So, so, so swipe left, you ditch them. Swipe right.
0: Swipe right, you're like, Ah, hey, you're cute. And if they swipe right, it matches you and it gives you a private message board. So now you can talk to this person.
1: Okay. So we're still on the same premise of, of looks then, right? I mean, I hate to take and say that, but let's be honest. Dating starts by, I see you. I don't see your brain. I don't see your, uh, you know, how muscular you are that you can like bench press 500 pounds, which you can, but what we're seeing is, you know, do I like the way you look? Are you attractive to me? Right? Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, that's that's the basic that's premise of it. That. That's what I'm seeing, right? We got a picture here in in the bottom left hand corner. We got a little name in case you're interested, but I'm, face is huge, right? Face is huge. That's that's the okay. number one thing. Okay, so that that part at least is the same, right? You know, I mean, back in the day, you know, going out, smacking the gal over the head with the club, dragging her home with the hair. Uh, yeah, same thing, right? So at least at least you still kind of got that, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, I took it. I missed out on the whole AOL. Generation of you know you got male you you got liked or something like that, dating you know speed dating thing. Um, Yeah, but this is is the modern age. This is the modern age. This this is. Okay. I mean, Statista is saying that 35% of millennials, 18 to 24. Now, who's Statista? Do they write Wikipedia or what? I mean, who gives them the authority? I'm just kind of curious.
0: They run off of academic sources and polls. So, you know, when you get that phone call, hi, you know, do you have 10 minutes to talk about blah, blah, blah? And you're like, I'm eating dinner. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, uh, but conversely- um, only 20% of people in the U.S. age 35 to 44 are using these apps. So it's vastly more popular in my, my age group than in yours, right? Okay. So, I mean... oh, is that? What,
1: is it because you guys are like... Because we're still on Facebook
0: and you well, see, guys have that, moved that, on? Is see, that that what that that's is? something I want to ask you, right? Because you have to have a Facebook profile to sign up for Tinder. Oh, okay. It runs through Facebook. Um, but, I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. Why do you think that maybe somebody older wouldn't use internet dating or would... You know, I mean, if uh, let's say you were you were gonna be dating for some odd reason, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you send me for an example.
0: Oh yeah, no, I mean, but I mean, w- would you be comfortable using online online resources to uh to find a match?
1: No, I feel like I'm stalking. You know, you kind of feel like what what they call that trolling. You know, it's just kind of like you know I'm looking at this, but I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh God, man, you're gonna take and get like what do you call? It? Yeah, stalking charges. You know, it's like people are gonna take a look at you like. Crazy, I don't know. I h- how does how does it work? Okay, so here here's my thing is uh, I get that phone call mm-hmm. out of the blue. I don't know who they are. I don't know if I want to talk to them. Yeah, on there. So I don't know how comfortable I would be getting a message from somebody going, "Hey, do you want to get coffee tomorrow? I like the way you look. You know, I like the I like the <laughs> school you go to. Okay, you know, it's like you're 44 years old. You know, you're my age. Um, I don't I don't know how receptive I personally would take and be to that. Out of the blue, does that make does that make sense? Now I can kinda, I can see yeah. I can I can kind of see the advantage on there because you know I mean you get to meet more people probably this way than you would because I mean I kind of keep a close circle of what I do right you know it's like I shop at the same places I attend uh, you know the same movie theater if I yeah. go I go to the same restaurants I go there you know so unless you you have somebody that you take and just happen to run into I, I mean the advantage is though and this is kind of weird for me is that you know. You're going to school, so you are in contact with a lot of people during the day at, at, the, at the university. Oh, yeah. And, All the time. And, and, well, I got married young, right? So I got married to your mom, who I met in high school. Yeah. And that's kind of the social environment we had, right? It's like we had like 2,200 kids in the high school. And so 550 of them were like out of bounds because, you know, I wasn't a senior yet. And, you know, being a younger class, you can't, not supposed to be dating, You know, as a guy, you couldn't date a girl that was older than you. It was just frowned upon back then. So so that's kind of a social norm that you think has changed maybe? You know, I think that comes with an age thing. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I I look back at high school now and it's just like, oh, man, they're like babies. You know, we thought we were so grown up. So your upperclassmen, you know, your seniors, you know, uh, I think, you know, part of it was if there was a girl who's a senior and a guy who was interested in the girl who's a senior and they was a senior— he had to be dominant. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't get yeah. like, the junior or sophomore. And it probably shouldn't be dating a freshman, just to be honest. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, robbing the cradle at that point. You know? <laughs> it's like high school cougar. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like she's a senior going out with a freshman. You know, it's like wrong. You know, look, guy that's a freshman is like, score, I'm doing good. You know, but everybody's like, she's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I think you, you you probably get out of that, I don't know. Seriously, in the mid-20s, it was like, who cares? You know, you're 26, you're dating a 29-year-old. It was like, you know, I mean, the maturity level's already taken there. It really isn't that, that big of a deal. And, you know, the longer you go on, you know, yeah. it, it, make, it doesn't make any difference.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, um, it, it's definitely, definitely interesting. And I wanted to get your take on some of the differences between, you know, how dating is conducted today versus back when you were in high school. And you were, you were kind of active on the dating scene there. Uh, one of the one of the key things with Tinder and apps like it is people are accusing millennials of not actually dating. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the term like hookup culture.
1: No, does it mean the same thing as hookup culture that we had back then? I mean,
0: educate me and I'll educate you. What's what? What, what are we talking about here?
1: Okay, so back in the day, way back in high school, back in the day, you took and you wanted to meet a girl. You kind of like had to personally. There was no app for this. You had to like get the guts to walk up and say, how you doing? You know, uh, or, or you <laughs> know, Hi, so, Joey. you know, I mean, yeah, th- you, you had to come introduce yourself and you had to have the nerve to take and ask her out. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, the prettier you thought she was, the harder it became to take and do on the assumption that you could get rejected. You yeah. Know what I'm saying okay. that's what, that's what that was. It's like, you had your hopes up and you're like, please don't say no, please don't. I won't even ask. You know, it's just like that way. I won't know that she's going to say no and it won't break my heart. So, had she said yes on there, you are probably going to go out on a date on there. Now, your first date really didn't count, right? Because you probably really didn't know each other that well. Okay. So we can't use the hookup thing yet on there. The hookup thing will take and come later on like we tried dating. It didn't work out, but we're kind of friends with benefits. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, it's, uh,
0: yeah. so that's kind of the same idea, right? It's um People have accused it of being kind of a just a quick way to, you know, Find a little something, something. But, you know, there's actually a lot of people on these apps that are looking for something real or at least trying to entertain themselves, right? I, right. A lot of people use it as a time waster to, you know, kind of boost their ego. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, so, I think that that's kind of changed the dynamic of, of dating. that so everybody's you're doing using
1: at. this, though, on this, I mean, are you guys – so I'm, I'm like watching TV the other night and something interesting happens, you know. I mean, I know it's on television, but I'm thinking, you know, it's on yeah. television. It has to be real. Okay. So if there's a teenager on there and he's sitting there watching a movie and the dad in there or something. And the kid turns around and says, dad, I'm on, a, I'm on a virtual date. And he's got a laptop computer sitting next to him with the... Screen, the camera, the on screen camera, looking at the television show, and his date is like watching virtually on the webcam (laughs) sitting next to him on the laptop. Is that, is that, is that, I mean, are we talking something like this? I mean, when this Tinder app, do you guys actually see each other or is it just.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, so it kind of goes both ways. Like, some people just keep it strictly on app, right? They only talk on the app and, and message, and, um, you know, but the goal is really to get off the app. Like, you know, if you're playing the game right, you're gonna actually meet this person at some point um which uh, you know you alluded to that you're like i don't know if i'm comfortable with that right you don't know who you're walking into me and you know it's it's kind of scary but it's kind of part of the fun right you don't know if you're gonna get like murdered or something so <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline gets the adrenaline going. going yeah no uh yeah no so it, that, that is the, kind of the point is to get off the app and and to meet this person uh for for whatever you kind of agree upon right um Actually, funny story is uh, what was it probably probably about a month ago now? I, I'm not, I'm not like super active on Tinder, you know. I, I just kind of swipe around for fun, but I'm mostly left swipes, if I'm, if I'm being honest, you know. <laughs> I'm probably mostly in the left swipes too. But uh, no, I so I, I, I meet this girl and we're uh, you know, we're kind of chatting on the app and then um. We move to, to texting, right? You know, it's, I get her number, give her mine, and you know, we're texting. And so we decide. Is
1: that what is getting serious? I mean, you're off the app. You're now exchanging. Hey, phone if you are you texting, texting,
0: I mean, it's it's gonna be Facebook official tomorrow,
1: right? Okay. I gotcha. mean,
0: that's in a relationship. <laughs> that is that is serious these days. No, um, yeah. So I we, we finally find a time to meet, and so we meet for coffee on campus, and I think it goes really good, right? We both miss our afternoon classes because we're talking for three hours don't even realize it's been three hours so you know i'm thinking all right this went good so we, we do decide though we have to you know continue about our day and part ways and stuff um so i, I send her a text a little bit later to follow up and was, i was like hey you know i had a really great time um and she's like yeah me too she said like, i'd love to do this again i'm like, S- sweet right you know she was nice i liked her and so i i send her another text um know probably a day or two later you know i was just like "Uh, hey you know you're free sunday you know maybe we can meet up again and and see each other and she's like i I don't know what i'm doing yet
1: oh you got the i'm washing my hair oh yeah
0: no so i was like
1: okay i
0: okay right and so she ghosts me after that okay ghost me what are you talking about ghosts me. so so ghosting it's um it's where somebody just like totally cuts off contact like Everything seems fine. It's going good. You're talking to somebody. All of a sudden, they don't return your texts. They don't call you. And, you, you know, you kind of, you, you don't want to, like, really push it too much. Because, you, like you said you can get stalking charges, right? You start calling this person, like, 100 <laughs> times a day. You just have to let it go. Uh, and that's something I, I wanted to ask you, too. Is, like, is that, like, a new phenomenon, you think? Or did you guys have ghosting to you? Like, somebody would just, like, totally stop
1: talking I to think you and, like, the disappear? the word you used was diss. Diss? Yeah, they dissed you. Okay, I explain. You know, that like they hung you out to dry for, mm-hmm. for better for lack of better communication, you know, words I don't even know what that word means. You know, it's like everything's legit. <laughs> they dissed me. It's they legit. Okay. Um terminology, you know, it's like we're gonna have to write our own urban dictionary, or break one out, one of the two. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think that's anything new. I mean, they I think people have a tendency to string you along every once in a while, unintentionally because I mean, maybe, well, like for us, it was like face-to-face. So if she was like, well, like you were in, in wherever you met. Yeah. With the girl, if she was like in first 15 minutes, not comfortable telling you, I, you know, I'm really not into this and I don't like you that much. I really want to leave. But she doesn't know how you would react. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what her premise is. But the same thing, you know, back, you know, uh, when we were uh, dating way back when is that, you know, you, we're just polite, And you told them what you wanted to hear, what they wanted to hear. And, you you know, you got through it. And then you're just like, we thought about it later. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. But, you know, but the part I think that the reverse part that we talk, you know, the, the ghosting, the diss, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Is the fact that the person on the other end that thought things were going good is now like left. Here's another word. Hanging. What now? I mean, is is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Are they blowing me off? Are they just not sure yet? Is there something else going on? Did their boyfriend come back or girlfriend come back <laughs> in their life and they just changed? You know, last night they changed their mind. Uh-huh. Um, but you 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 don't know what to do with that on our, on your end, right? Yeah, and no, I, I think that's I the confusing did, I part. Really like, didn't. You know, I mean, if she just would have been honest with you the first time, you know, it's just like I had a great time, but this isn't going to work out. You know. I don't think you would have followed up with the text. You would have been like, "Hey, had a good time. It was a good three hours. We had a good chat." Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going even worse. I'm not going to take and waste my time calling you, or if you're, you know, if this isn't going to go anywhere, if this isn't working, that's fine. Yeah,
0: and I, I mean, I think that that's a, that's a good way to put it. You know, I wouldn't have wasted my time, but I did feel like I wasted my time yes. a little bit. You know, and I mean, yeah, things don't work
1: out all the time, but.
0: No, but really, get, I mean, let's get
1: honest. I mean, you know, we, we we talk about, we got this word dating, right? Yeah. But we're looking at two things. We're looking at a, the hookup, you know, I got this, you know, attraction to you and this, you know, hormonal problem that, you know, I want to take in. Here's another word for you, get busy with you, you know, I'm there, but it's showing <laughs> like your the, age there, pop. but it doesn't. You know, it is. It isn't something that you want for a meaningful relationship. It's like your one-night stand, so to speak. Yeah. Or the official part of dating, which what it used to be, is like, I'm trying to find a lifelong partner that's going to be committed to me, you know, that we can take and get married or whatever you want to take. Or at coffee. least something like, semi-long term. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, dating is finding somebody you want to be with and spend your time with, right? So for somebody to string out three hours and get your hopes up, they did waste your time because you thought, hey, if we... If we can get to know each other good enough, maybe down the road we can find out if that's what we want. But you didn't even—I th- mean, you didn't even get that chance. Yeah, and now
0: here's something too. Um, maybe, maybe I, I do have a little bit of an old school mentality there, because uh, according to Tinder's own site, they said that 72% of people in my age group are choosing to remain single intentionally. So they
1: still go out, but they don't want to commit. Now see, that is where I think we blew it for you, right? Cause my generation came from the biggest divorce rate ever. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think we gave you guys the tools and the resources and to show you what the commitment looks like. You, you think know? you think that's what it is? Cause I mean, I, I think it could just be too that
0: like in my generation we want to focus on Self improvement, working on our own careers. We don't want to like saddle ourselves down and waste time with another person. Like
1: we want to have fun, but we don't want to carry like all that extra weight. So you guys are more individualized rather than team players, what you're saying? Like I, that's my view.
0: I mean, what what would you, what, what do you think though? I mean, some uh, some old wisdom coming down the grapevine. What, what would you say?
1: I think it's just. I think it's interesting. In society, we've changed so much, right? You know, we go back, let's talk about grandparents. You know, um, we'll talk about different roles. You know, your great-grandfather on both sides Mm -hmm. went to work and was the quote-unquote breadwinner. Didn't mean that grandma didn't go out to work. Yeah. She did, but, you know, she was more taking care of the family at home. Grandpa's job supported the family's income, housing, food, what have you. But they were committed as a team. You know, it wasn't like there was no strife between them in the in within their job roles. You know, about husband and wife, on mm-hmm. what they're gonna do. I mean, everybody's gonna take and have some friction and some fight at home, right? But they were committed to each other, and that's why they were married for sixty years. On there, you know, and that's a good so, long time. Is and and that's kind of back then. That was kind of the norm. On there, and then my parents' generation on there, for whatever reason, on there didn't didn't follow through with what their parents had on this commitment on there. And I grew up in that latchkey generation, you know, it's just kind yeah. of like, so, I mean, I had different views on there too, about being more independent on there because, I mean, I was coming home to a house that was empty. And then once my brother came along, I was responsible for him. So I had to go pick him up from school, come back home. So I was latchkey twice at that point. You know, it was like, I came home let myself in, locked the door on the way out go pick up my brother, came home, open the door again, and I'm responsible for him. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, you, you, I'm looking at your guys' generation now and you're telling me that, you know, a high percentage seems to be like, I don't want or need that type of a commitment on there. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. I don't know why that would be. You know, I mean, you, you guys would have taken basically tell us, you know, it's just like, do you see, did you see it as dysfunctional in the past? You know what I'm saying? When you look historically, did you see a dysfunctional 50% of marriages end up in a divorce? And you're like, again, why waste my time? You know, is that what you guys are seeing? Or are you being like, that's not what I want for me I don't necessarily need that or I know I want to jump from relationship to relationship like a new car you know it's like I want to lease I want to lease a relationship 48 months turn it <laughs> back in at 10,000 miles and get a new one I, I mean uh, that that could be I, I think that
0: maybe maybe it stems a little bit from from all of that you know for everybody's got a little bit of a different perspective uh, a lot of it could really be a fear of rejection too I mean if you think about it th- these apps, Seem to really work for that because I mean it, it doesn't tell you if you got rejected, right? You mm-hmm. you know if you got rejected if you get ghosted. That's that's kind of the, the risk you're taking. But if somebody swipes left on you, you're never gonna know. So maybe you should know, right? No, no, you really probably shouldn't. You wouldn't like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean I don't know. Maybe maybe it would be would be better. Uh, at least at least to kind of know where you stand, you know. But. So, I mean, we've been talking about this for a little bit now. Do you think that some of these dating apps have the potential to lead to something real? Do you think that that's something that could happen? Or do you think that technology would just you have to be face to face and then you got to do it kind of the the old school way? What do you think? Oh,
1: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that, yeah, it can work. But eventually you're going to have to get face to face, in my opinion. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's probably a slim margin of people that, you know, can take and keep it totally electronic and make a long distance relationship happen or whatever, you know, yeah. set your laptop down here and then, you know, your virtual partner or whatever will take in and um, watch TV with you or whatever, have dinner across the the other end of the table. Um, But I mean, I, I guess it depends what you want too. you know, for me, I like this tangibleness, you know, I like to take and be sitting across from somebody looking them face to face, whether you know, take whether I'm dating or talking to you or my boss or a coworker, I like that human interaction type thing. Um, I've been known to take and leave texts, emails, and Facebook messages just hanging because I'm busy talking to somebody in person and then I forget. Is that why you never text me back? I call you back. Now, this was an interesting <laughs> thing. So we were talking about this the other day, too. And they were just like, you know, at one point there was like, you know, handwrite a letter to me because that's what I want. And yeah. then there was like, send me an email. And, and, you know, like in this generation, there's like, please don't send me an email. in this generation, send me a text. And now it's like instant message. And, you know, I mean, it comes back to a personal preference, probably what you're used to for your communication. But I mean, I mean, you guys will never know. Talking about this dating thing. So I'm waiting for your mom to call while mm-hmm. we're dating. There's one phone in the house. Now, there is a cord attached to this phone. It's not cordless, you know, at this time. we Cordless phone came later. The AT&T cordless phone came later. But the first one was corded. So
0: this is back like Fred Flintstone era, kind of? Just
1: past. Just past, okay. But not quite George Jetson. Just so the listeners kind of know where we're at in the timeline. Exactly. Just past the Flintstone era. So, But it had a, like a 15-foot cord. You know what I'm saying? Because they sold they sold these extension cords with the, the handset. You plug it in so you could like walk away. Because before that, you were kind of trapped to like a three foot radius wherever that phone was. Yeah. So uh, one phone, and I thank God that we had call waiting. Because if my mom was talking on the phone ain't nobody getting through on there, but I'm waiting for a phone call or want to make a phone call, and now I take and I got call waiting. One phone, and I'm sitting there like I know she's gonna call. I know she's gonna call. get off the phone. Get off the phone. I gotta. Go. <laughs> And, and you know, it's like we had the, you guys are never going to know that struggle. I feel for you. I mean, it's like you have your own phone. You have like 12 different ways to get a hold of you. It's just like, well am I going to Facebook message him? Am I going to just regular message him? Am I going to Snapchat? Snapchat's Snapchat where it's at. And I'm probably sure this Tinder thing has some way to communicate back and forth in there eventually. Oh, absolutely. See? Yeah. Absolutely. That's like, I don't know how you guys keep Oh, and I can email you too.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, don't don't send me an email. That's business only. That's business, business only. only. Yeah. I mean.
1: I think we should go back to the old days. One phone in the house party
0: line. One phone in the house party line. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't ever get any calls. So it's fine.
1: You'd, you'd be surprised how many phone calls you'd get. That was a fun thing too. And I don't know if you guys do that, you know, uh, switching like um, group dating. How does Tinder work for like group dating? Because like in high school, we'd taken like double, triple date type thing, you know, it's like, and when I say double, triple date, I mean like two couples, you know, times two times three. You know, yeah. Like, you know, six, um, eight people take and go out. We go bowling. Go to Denny's at two o'clock in the morning. You know, it just cause a riot, go paint town. You know, yeah. it's just like cops are asking us, please go home. We're like, we're not doing anything wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So they they used to have a feature on there that was kind of for groups. Like, so you could assemble your friend group, and then you could all swipe on a different group. Uh, they they kind of did away with that. I don't know if it just wasn't very popular or or what was going on. Every now and then you do run across. There's like you know oh, I'll like be swiping through and there's like you know two three girls that are like sharing a profile. That's really weird. It's, no, I mean that that's an automatic left swipe. That's that's weird, right? I, I'm sure there's some guy out there. There's some guy out there that's like oh hell yeah man, man. not me no. Um, <laughs> yeah no. Uh, so I I think that that, that kind of comes in a
1: little bit more. You know, I got to cut in right there and say, you know, you're probably smart. Well, oh, you girls, know I'm smart. You raised me. Girls are complicated, and any guy that thinks he's gonna have three at one time and keep them all happy and be out of trouble,
0: mm-mm,
1: nope. Yeah, God help him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no.
0: Um, yeah, so I just don't know if that was wasn't very popular. Uh, I think that's probably more more so that once you've had something a little bit more established, you know, and and you've kind of quote unquote settled down, that you know you've got you got one person that you're kind of seeing steady. And you've got friends and stuff that might happen, um, but kind of like you alluded to earlier, you know, it's it is kind of like leasing a relationship. You know, you take and you go out with somebody a few times here, uh, somebody else a few times there. You know, and uh, kind of the the big tip is you know keep your options open, right? You don't wanna you don't wanna really tire yourself down too soon. Um, is, is that something that you guys did? I mean, when you when you were dating, did you did you date a lot before you met mom and? You know, did you? How did you decide that? That's that's how you're gonna settle down. I think a lot of people in my generation have maybe misconceptions, or they don't really know how to make that decision. You know how how they're gonna know I'm gonna kind of get a little bit more serious about this person, rather than I'm gonna keep my options open, play the feel, and, and really just kind of have uh, have my phone full of numbers that I can contact whenever I'm kind of feeling down.
1: Mm. I'm going to let you in a little secret on there. Uh, I didn't do a lot of dating on there. Uh, Reason why was, well, A, you know, let's let's be honest. It's like you don't want to take and get the rejection. Yeah. So you're not going to ask. You don't want to ask too much because you don't want to be told no too many times because you just, you know, eh, forget it. I feel that. Okay. So, but what I did have was friends, you know, and believe it or not, I probably had more friends that were female than male on there and it's just because we got along better I, you didn't have that testosterone competition yeah you know, so much <laughs> on the, you know between them but we had fun but i mean it wasn't like you know what i'm saying there wasn't things there to be complicated about um uh, after i met your mom we were actually best friends before we started dating and stated that way you know uh, so i mean it, you know i mean if the first time we met of course i mean there was like You know, I mean, she's very beautiful. So, I mean, there was attraction there, but I was still scared to death to take and ask her out or doing things. I didn't want that rejection. We started hanging out and doing stuff together. And we found out that we had a lot in common. And then we started hanging out like best friends, you know, and building that relationship. And then it just kind of evolved. Seriously, it just evolved into something more to what we had later. So, I mean, for us, I, I, I keep looking at it, you know, for all the friends, you know, our friends that took and were doing the dating thing, got married, didn't make it. You know, and they're like, I, I remember they used to tell us, you guys spend way too much time together. And we're just like, well, you can come hang out with us, too. It's just like, you know, we're friends hanging out. You know, it's just like, this yeah. is what we do. So I think in that, you know, we we had... Something probably different than everybody else. So when you're like talking about, are we were we scared of the commitment? It's like, well, who's scared of hanging out with their best friend? You know, so I mean, so I, we're kind of an anomaly there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is one thing
0: that that happens a lot is people don't really, I guess, in my generation, go out on a date. Usually when something's getting kind of a little more serious, you start hanging out right we've got these you know oh i i'm talking to somebody and then oh well now we're hanging out but there's no um i think uh what was it it was brett mckay from the art of manliness he did a whole series of articles on uh on how to ask a woman on a date right and how i he was kind of like getting on the millennials about millennials you don't know how to do this hanging out isn't okay. Uh, and w- what do you think about that? I mean, is there a difference between hanging out and going on a, a kind of a date proper? And I mean, what's, what is what is that difference? And is, does it make, does it matter?
1: Tough question. It probably comes down to on your article for the art of Man- manliness coming back on the principles of being a gentleman
0: mm-hmm. on there
1: versus a kid hanging out Yeah, on there. So, but in retrospect, if you're going to be a gentleman asking a lady out for a date, she's going to have to act like a lady for it to work. Does that make sense? So So there's responsibility on both parties. A gentleman asking a girl who wants to hang out going on a date is not going to work out too well. There's going to be two different expectations and it's just not going to work out
0: Yeah.
1: on there. So the common ground is, is that usually you're going to find people that you want to date that have similar interests, likes... And stuff like that. I think... And I don't know. Maybe maybe let's take another twist and approach at this. Maybe what it is now is that people don't want to be possessions, but they keep acting like it. And what I mean by that is that I say, this is my wife. That shows kind of a form of possession. But she returns that favor by saying, this is my husband when she refers to me. Okay. So we don't mind that. You know what I'm saying? We belong to each other. We know that. Um, When you guys talk about... Like we talked about, you know, phrased it earlier, leasing a relationship, or, you know, I don't want to commit to this too long, or I want to have options open. You don't want that kind of, say, ownership in the relationship. Not yeah. that you own other person, but you own the relationship. You make it yours and theirs, and you have something in common. You, you want it out, which, I mean, that at... At that point in time, it's just like, you know, the relationship is not going to work. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, just, I mean, if you, if you walk in with that mentality, you know, it's just like, just understand you broke it already. You know, you walked in, you said this relationship is going to fail. I'm not putting the effort in. Yeah. You know, at that point in time, you're like, you've, you've already ended the relationship before it even started with that kind of language going on in your head. You know, I'm going to keep my options open. It's just like, well, you're not serious. So why, why are you doing it? You know, it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I, don't understand, I don't understand the concept. It's like, I'm going to take a check to go buy a car today, uh-huh. but I'm not coming home with one because I want to keep my options open. So you go down and you talk to the dealership all day long, get the dealer's hopes up that they're going to sell you a car. And you're like, Nah, I'm going to go look at a Jeep. Why (laughs) Why did you spend six hours down there toying around with the Honda guy and then tell him, you know, it's just like, well, no, I'm going to go take a look at a Jeep because I was never serious about buying your car in the first place. I I mean, maybe it makes you feel good about yourself, though, because the Honda
0: guy wants to sell you the car, but you know the Jeep guy is going to want to sell you a car too. And and they're going to do a lot to make you feel good about wanting to buy that car or the Jeep or... whatever else so i mean there's a lot of documented research on social media as it is that it's all about dopamine hits right you know it's all about ego boost that oh i got this like or hey so and so commented on my thing there Uh, so i mean maybe it's maybe that's what it is the you know every time you get somebody swipes right on you you're like oh hey you know whether or not you want to pursue that it felt good that somebody swiped you know they're like you know it, it Maybe it is very superficial, like you were talking about, kind of at the beginning here, that you know it's it's based on looks. But somebody
1: thought you were hot. I mean, come on. But don't you want to stay with the person that thought you were hot? For I mean, if you got if you can line everything up. So I mean, first you got physical attraction, and then you got commonalities. You know, you got the same likes and interests, and then. You, why do, Why wouldn't you want to take and keep that? If if you were in dating, you know what I'm saying. We're, yeah. we're talking about in the dating. I'm not talking about just any other, you know, happenstance. You're in the dating. You are on the app. You are seeking after this, and it's just like you know. I, why 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 would you walk away? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. That's but that's that's what happens. I, I don't. Okay. Know. So fatherly advice here on here in dating on their serious a serious long term relationship is this. I'm sacrificing. My wants and my desires to make sure that you get what you need. Not necessarily what you want, but I'll provide for you and I'll take the hit. And I don't mind. That's what love is. Love, when we get down to well, it. I, so, I mean, we so that, that's, we gotta, we gotta that's step, kind of a big jump gotta, though. We got to step into this. If you're going to date somebody, it's because you are seeking a relationship and a relationship is going to lead to love. This is how it works. This is, it's, and this is the unfortunate thing is that if you're playing the other side, if this is not your end game on here, you're hurting people and they're going to hurt you playing this game and it's not going to feel good. We talked about that dopamine. You want people to like you. You want to feel good, but you keep getting burned. It's going to cause you to have self-doubt, low esteem, depression. You know, I mean, I think this is the, the road that it leads down to. It's playing with people's emotions and it's not fair. If you're going to date somebody, especially when you're young, if that's the relationship you're looking for, understand the people on the other end are looking for somebody to reciprocate their feelings. It's not about just you. And I think that's probably going to have to get stuck somewhere that, you know... You have to take and learn that it's not just about you, but there's somebody else out there that you have to be considerate of. You have to respect their feelings and that you have to take and know what they want. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess uh, kind of coming off that then, how does my generation approach dating then? If that's if, if that's kind of what, what, you, what you're talking about is, you know... Being focused more on the other person than on yourself, I, I, I'm sure you've noticed. My generation is very, uh, very self focused. Uh, you know, we we are we are very much a self help generation. Um, so, how do you think that? How do you think we go about changing that? How do you think that you know we, we get to? Do you think that things like 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 Tinder are really actually harming that? That you know, it's because it's kind of really predicated on on your preferences. Before you even get into somebody else.
1: I, it, it is a struggle. I mean, it's just like we we as a society, we keep getting more independent. We keep getting more self-absorbed and self-centered. And it's about us rather than about somebody else. Um, my preference is to who I want to date versus their preferences on who they want to date. You know what I'm saying? I, I <laughs> yeah. Think about I, that. You know, I mean, next time you're swiping left and right, you know, it's just like, uh, that's not for me. Oh, that's not for me. You know, think about the other end. You know, were they looking at you through that screen going, hey, that's for me.
0: But I mean, if, it, if it's not for both of you. Right. I mean, because if you're not interested
1: in it, that's the, not going to work. About this, right? I mean, we've, we we're just we're just skimming the surface. I looked at them. I didn't find them attractive. Moving on. You know, what I'm saying it's just like, what if some what if something was there, you know? I, I don't know. I mean, you you could have just swiped the so, way.
0: So, so, so dad's advice is to take the uh, the player approach and just swipe right on everything that moves, right? You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not exactly that. <laughs> I don't think I'd take it be swiping on if that keep you way too busy and broke. Plus, you guys, I mean, do you make them pay for it when you go out to coffee and lunch? And
0: I, I'll put it this way, um, it it's. It really depends on who you're going with but a lot of times everybody wants to go Dutch these days right especially when you're first meeting and I think you know maybe that gives you a bit of an out but um, you know I find especially you know being a straight man you know out there uh, straight women they, they want to be very independent.
1: Yes and see this is a fight that you got right here let's let's address that real fast you know it's just like we have homegrown here women who want to take and be empowered want to be in leadership roles want to take and make their own and you know god bless them there it is but the struggle that they don't realize is that if you're trying to be a gentleman if you want to open the door for them if you want to pay for dinner these historic things that had been done it's highly by offensive Have become offensive, but they used to be desired, right? You know, it's like chivalry. You know, it's just like these were things a man was expected to do to respect a woman. You know, it's just like I mean, you open the door because it was a woman. You gave her respect because she was a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We we had these things, these socially acceptable things, and and now they don't want them. So I, you know. Hats off to you. Good luck. I, you know, I, <laughs> Thank I don't you. know. I don't know how you guys are gonna take and get it. You know, I, I've held doors open for ladies and they like snarl at you, like I could have got that door, and it's just like okay. And then you let the door slam in their face, and they're like, "What the heck's wrong with you? Why are you so rude?" And it's like, I I know. I can't win. I the, can't win. the
0: best advice I found: um, let, let them open the door for you. They feel very empowered, and you don't I have to touch the door handle.
1: Do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, that's just me, though. Right. I mean, it's how I was raised. It's, it's uh, you know, the values instilled in me. You know, I mean, this is this is how my dad raised me. This is how you treat a lady. Yeah. Um, well, and I can get over real fast. though. If she's not acting like a lady, I can totally treat her like a guy. You know, just like, <laughs> you know, I mean, if she's if she's talking like Popeye, the sailor man, you know, it's like, whoop, here we go. So uh, um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be rough on you guys until. You all figure it out. I mean, we can give you advice from one generation passed down to the next. You know, we can we can advise you, which is the whole point of of this podcast, right? right. Right, but but, I mean, it's just it's just advice. You know, I mean, how you guys and what you guys do with this on there is going to be totally up to you. Uh, And what I kind of mean by that is, I remember growing up, there was things I said. I'm not going to do this. My parents said this. I'll never say that phrase. My parents did this to me. I'm never going to do that to my kid. And at some point in time in life, I said. Those words that I vowed I would never say. And I did those things that I vowed I'd never do. I think it turned out all right. You know, and I I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, not everything the previous generation has done is wrong. I think some of those things need to be kept. But you guys do need to make your own way and decide what route you want to take. And growing pains is is, is what it is. But on something as small as a relationship and as big as it is, there is between two, two people, you know.
0: Yeah, well, theoretically, mm, it should be. Between. This is 2018. I mean, I guess we'll have to allow for okay, for some variance.
1: But your relationship will take and be built between the commonalities and preferences and values and everything else that you set between yourselves, yeah. And then that will that doesn't have to be addressed by everybody. So I think that's um, where the the, the whole social thing kind of you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a high school you got your girlfriend, you're walking her down the hall, you know, it's just like, you know, everybody looks and you like, you get your, your like, you said, your dopamine fix, right? You know, like, oh, yeah. everybody's checking us out, you know, it's was like, you know, we got, it. and then you get married and your friends are all getting divorced. And you know, it's like 20 years later, you're still married and everybody else has been married twice. <laughs> you're still happy and you can't figure out what your friends are doing wrong. And they're trying to figure out what you did. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's, it, I don't think everything has to take and be so set in stone Based on it, it just, it has to work between the two people, but working between the two people is going to have to take consideration between each other's feelings. I guess that's, I guess that's a big takeaway, right? You know, it's like no matter if you're talking to somebody on the street in person, whether you're using an app over a telephone, however you're going to take into it, you're just going to have to consider the other person's feelings on the other end. What are their expectations? Are, I mean, cause you got ghosted on, you know, would you be willing to do that to somebody else? Knowing how it feels, would you do that to somebody else is the question. You you know, would you, you have swiped left on people yeah. there. You, would would you want to be swiped left? I, I know you know you are. I mean, I was going to say, I know I am, you, so it doesn't really bother me that much. But I mean, do you want to be? You know what I'm saying? Deep down, do you, want, do you want everybody that looks to be swiping left on you? And the answer is going to be no, yeah, if no, you're honest. No, it's, you know what I'm saying? You want somebody to at least swipe up and see more of you. At yeah. minimum. You know what I'm saying, but even before they start swiping left, they want you want at least swipe up and see what the rest of me is. Don't just you know, don't just look at me for that. You know, I mean, look at me and say, hey, yeah, he's good looking. You know, I got, what else does he got? You know, go go that route before you take and be like, nah, 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 next. I mean, you know, I mean, I just <laughs> like looking through Matchbox cars at the toy store. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Nope, nope, nope. I like that one. New one, take it. Oh man. All right.
0: Yeah. No. I- I can see that. So uh yeah, we'll uh we'll try to delve deeper, I guess. You know, that'll be that'll be the takeaway today is uh, you know, don't don't just get the blue matchbox car,
1: but hey, and you know, if all else re- fails read the package at least. If all else fails, son, ditch the app, go get a club, whack her over the head, drag her home. <laughs> I mean it, you know it worked for your you know the ancestors, the Neanderthals worked the Vikings worked. I mean And it all turned out just as well so far. Right, we're
0: here. All right. Well, thank you, Pop. Uh, This was talking about relationships and online dating with dad. Uh, To clarify, dad is not online dating, um, but I was introducing him to the concept. Uh, So what do you guys think? Leave a comment below in in the section here on Facebook or send us an email. Uh, We'll also put the email down below. And uh, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week.